the bottom of the well. The Toronto Raptors, 94-81. They lead it after three quarters. And Fleet with the step and score. Powell on the drive. He loaded Carlton out of here. The Raptors, so impressive here tonight. Leading by 20. The story has been the pitch. 16 for 31 for 44 points. The Toronto battles their way back into the series. It's all even at two and two. And the Bucs, after winning six straight playoff games, have now lost two in a row. They did what they did you know, at home, and we did what we were supposed to do at home. Uh, we understand that they're going to be a physical team, and, you know, they didn't really feel us, you know, after the third quarter in game one. They were playing free and uh, open and easy. But uh, the team, you know, everybody just kind of stepped up and, you know, was next man up. We understood Kawhi wasn't going to be great, you know, at 100% tonight. So, uh, for us, everybody has to step up every game and continue to stay focused on the game from here. Well, all right, sports fans, how are we doing today? It is a Wednesday, halfway through the week. It's all down here, downhill from here. We got Thursday and Friday and into the weekend. So hang on, everybody. We're almost there. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Gilbert Rios. You are listening to the Six Rings Podcast, available on the Anchor app and Spotify. Well, however you are listening, thanks for joining me today. Got some NBA playoffs to talk about, MLB scores, and some NFL news. So let's get started. All right, so game four of the NBA playoffs, Eastern Conference Finals was yesterday. And Toronto pulls out the 120-102 to victory. Series is now tied 2-2. Two two. Leading scores for Toronto, you got Kyle Lowry with 25 points, 5 boards, 6 assists. And three three-pointers made. Then you got Kawhi Leonard pouring in 19 points, 7 rebounds, 1 assist, 4 steals, and 2 blocks. Norman Powell poured, Powell poured in 18 points, 5 boards, 3 assists, 1 steal, and 4 three-pointers made. Top, top 3 leading scores for Milwaukee, you had Chris Middleton with 30 points. Six rebounds, seven assists, and four three-pointers made. Giannis, the Greek freak, 25 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, one steal, and one block. Then you got Nikola Mirocic, 11 points, one rebound, two assists, one steal, and two three-pointers made. Now Toronto at one time had the biggest had their biggest lead at 25 points. Ended up winning by a final of 18 points, 18 point victory. So good win for Toronto, even up the score, holding defending that home field advantage, home court advantage, excuse me, with game five coming up on on Thursday at Milwaukee. So talking about the about this game, it was a nice nice game by Toronto. Kyle Lowry finally showed up. This guy's been inconsistent. But again, I've, I've been saying that this guy's involved with trade rumors. So who knows what he's feeling right now, trying to play in these playoffs. But the question is that, that I have is that what's going on with Milwaukee's 
shooting. These guys were the talk of the town going into the series, coming out of the their last series in the second round in the conference semis. But their shooting percentage on open jumpers. First round, 39%. Conference semis, 35%. And as of right now in the conference finals, they're only shooting 29% on wide open jumpers. Eric Bledsoe alone has gone 1 of 15 of field goals in this series. One basket out of 15 shots. Eric Bledsoe has turned into Eric Brickslow, the way he's shooting. And according to ESPN BPI, the Bucks have a 71% chance to win Game 5 in Milwaukee. Well, if they keep shooting like this, they're going to have 0% chance. Sticking with the Toronto Raptors, we got a celebrity that's making ESPN, the headlines on ESPN lately. Some guy named Drake, who I can't stand, is, a, has a, is, a, is the center of attention right now for his little antics on the sideline. And if you guys seen any, any games in Toronto, any games, you know, televised from Toronto, you notice that Drake is obviously he's a season ticket holder, but you always you always know where he's at, you know, his seat, kind of like Jack Nicholson of the Lakers. But as of late, he's been acting a little, what's that word everyone calls it? A little extra, or I call it stupid. So during the games, when he gets all excited, when the, I guess whenever there's a big play or whatever, he runs up and down the court, up and down the sideline, laughing like he's holding his stomach, like he's going to get a stomach cramp, you know, jumping up and down, basically calling timeouts, running plays, acting like he's a coach, calling plays. You know, when he finally sits down, the, wa- the water boy gives him a towel and a water bottle like he's thirsty, like he just... Like he just dropped 30 points or something. But you get my point. This guy's just, you know, just causing a ruckus, ca- trying to get more attention than, than he deserves. But this guy, I guess, you know, he just, he rubs a lot of people the wrong way. But if you've been watching, if all you sports fans know, no matter, every time he puts on a jersey of a, of a team that he likes, that he supports, that team loses. So Toronto, I wouldn't be too happy that Drake's in your corner. Because his track record, you guys are you guys are about to get bounced out. But you guys did hold home court again with uh, going into Game Five. See if you guys ride that ride that momentum. And if you guys are listeners of the show, I always say you know, drop me a voicemail, tell me what you think, you know, what's on your mind. If you guys have a question or part of a discussion, so I got another voicemail the other day. From my buddy Steve in, in Sacramento. And this is what he had to say. Gil, what's up, man? It's Steve, your boy in Sacramento. Uh, I just want to go off on a little quick Drake rant. Um, I cannot stand watching that guy on the sidelines at the Raptors games. The guy actually thinks he plays for the Raptors. It's such a joke. I hate him as a rapper. Um, I do not like him as the ambassador of the Raptors. I just think he's ridiculous out there. Um, makes a fool of himself on the sidelines. I don't know. I just want to hear your thoughts on it. 
Thanks again, Steve-O. That was pretty funny. But you're right. This guy does think he plays for him. He's running up and down, you know, just yelling. I mean, I'm surprised he doesn't call timeouts. Hey, what are you guys doing? Oh no, the, or with his uh, the way he the way he raps. Hey yo, yo money, call a timeout. It's like shut up. And as far as <laughs> as far as you hating it, uh, not liking him as a rapper. Hey, I agree with you too. Um, his music is a little, yeah, <laughs> little cyborg. But anyways, like, yeah, I guess he's an ambassador or whatever he is to the Toronto Raptors. Well, whatever he is, he's freaking annoying. And this guy, man, he's going to catch a two-piece if he's going to keep mouthing off at the jaw. Like, if Toronto does make it into the finals, I wonder if he's going to act the fool against up against uh, when Draymond, Draymond Green's in town. Assuming Toronto gets that far. But a lot of people on social media say, you know what, hey. He's allowed to do what he wants. You know, he's just a fan. He can sit there. He can do whatever. But what if... Um, oh, oh bef- before I... Let me go back. And I guess the, what the final straw was, I guess he w- what made him get, you know, get the attention of ESPN is that when the opposing coach of uh, Milwaukee was on the sideline, Drake was acting a fool, jumping up and down and rubbed, it, rubbed the uh, opposing coach's shoulders, almost like giving him like a little massage as he walked by. And, I, and, you know, with the NBA's policy is with fans and everything lately, you know, getting kicked out or whatever. What if he did something like this to uh, Russell Westbrook? Would it have the same uh, outcome or would he get kicked out? Because remember, I think Russell got a few people banned, right? Banned from uh, from some arenas. So it's kind of like a double standard, but because it's Drake and his crappy music. Hey, y'all. Yo, money. Oh, whatever. So if you need it, if you need that, game five is Thursday at Milwaukee. And we'll see if Milwaukee can pull it out. But like I said, or like I mentioned earlier, with their shooting percentage, I don't know, it doesn't look too good. Sticking with the NBA, got some NBA news. Former Michigan alumni and Fab Five. Former Fat Five member, Jawan Howard, agrees to become the next coach for the Michigan Wolverines. Wish the guy wish the guy best of luck, and hopefully he, te- he teaches his team how and when to call timeouts. A la Chris Weber. Other NBA news, NBA awards are starting to be handed out. NBA just announced the, uh, its rookie team. You got DeAndre Ayton. Marvin Bagley III, Luka Doncic, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Trey Young. So good job, Rooks. NBA also announced the defensive teams, first and second team. First team, you got Rudy Gobert, Paul George, Greek Freak Giannis, Marcus Smart, and Eric Bledsoe. Second team of all defensive team. You got Drew Holiday, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Joel Embiid, and Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Another NBA news the ongoing saga of Kevin Durant and where will he end up? Now, the rumors have been long going that he's going to 
to the Knicks, along with Kyrie Irving. But now there's there's reports that there's a second team that's joining the Knicks and trying to recruit or try to land Kevin Durant. And that is the Clippers. The Clippers have have been announced as a heavyweight favorite now to land KD. I don't know why he would go there. The only thing I can think of is that he has the connection to um, Jerry West, who was with the Warriors during that time of the rebuild. But KD going to the Clippers, I think makes more... I'm not saying it's going to happen. I just I think it's more sense. I mean, if I was KD... Makes more sense to go to the Clippers than to the Knicks. And the Clippers, you can win pretty much right now. And the Knicks, you're not winning anytime soon, even with Kyrie. But then there's also reports that KD is trying to recruit players to join him in New York. Which players he's talked to, I don't know. Nobody knows. But now it's just become, uh, I don't know, now it's it's become bigger than it originally was. First, it was just rumors, KD to New York. Now it's the Clippers want KD. And KD trying to get players to join them with the Knicks. So again, we just got to play it out. I don't know what's going to happen. But I've been saying for a while, well, during the postseason, and at least once he got hurt, ever since the Warriors have been winning, I just think that if they keep winning, even if they win the championship without him in that lineup, KD's going to go. So now the rumor is, where is he going to go? Now it's, is, is it the Clippers or is it the Knicks? All right, let's go around the bases, get some MLB scores. All right, going around the bases, you got Oakland 5-3 over Cleveland. Colorado, Colorado 5-0 over Pittsburgh. You got the Cubs 3-2 over Philly. Yankees win again, 11-4 over Baltimore. Toronto, 10-3 over Boston. You got my Dodgers, 7-3 over Tampa Bay. You got the Marlins actually winning the game, 5-4 against Detroit. You got the Mets, 6-5 over Washington. You got the Reds shutting out the Brewers, 3-0. You got the Texas Rangers, 5, Seattle, 3. Houston winning again. 5-1 over the White Sox. Giants 4-3 over Atlanta. Minnesota keeps winning. 8-3 over the Angels. San Diego 3-2 over Arizona. And you got the Kansas City Royals and the St. Louis Cardinals postponed. Looking at the standings in the AL East, you got the Yankees by a game over Tampa Bay. You got Minnesota leading the Central 5.5 over Cleveland. You got Houston running away with the West at eight and a half games over Texas. In the NL East, you got Philly, two and a half game lead over Atlanta. You got the Cubs in the Central, one game lead over Milwaukee. And you got my Dodgers leading the leading the West by six games over Arizona. And that's a look around the majors. Let's talk some NFL. Alright, NFL news. Indianapolis Colts are interested in recently released defensive tackle Gerald McCoy. LA Rams re-signed linebacker Corey Littleton. And Seattle 
Bobby Wagner not not practicing at OTAs because he wants a new deal. So he's going the right way about it, if you ask me. You want a new deal? Play out your current deal. If you outshine it and you perform, then I'm sure you'll get a new deal and the money you want. But sitting out and not practicing? Yeah, I don't know about that. But then again, I'm from the old school. Just play your contract, play it out, and talk money at the end. All right, let's talk America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. All right, we them boys. America's team. Are they still America's team? Anyways, Dak Prescott has rejected Cowboys' latest offer because apparently he wants more money. He's in there in the final year of his rookie deal where he's set to earn $2.025 million this year. Career numbers up until this point, 32 wins, 16 losses. He's passed for 10,876 yards, 67 TDs, 25 picks, and a quarterback rating of 96.0. So the details haven't been released on how much money he was offered. And and also he did he did um he did send the Cowboys a counteroffer. Um I don't know what he what he what he what he's asking. And I didn't know I don't know I don't know what Dallas was offering. But there's a list of I got a list of the five highest paid quarterbacks in the league. Starting from the top, you got Russell Wilson with thirty five million. You got Ben Rottenberger, Ben Roethlisberger, thirty four million. You got Aaron Rodgers, thirty three point five million. You got Matt Ryan, thirty million. And the one that I can't even believe is Kirk Cousins at $28 million. So I don't know what, that, what Dak Prescott is, is offering or what, is, what he's asking in his counteroffer. But if he's, if he's rejecting, if the, if the Cowboys' latest offer was anything less than $28 million and he's rejecting it, I assume that he wants something around that ballpark of around $30 million. Well, I don't even think he's worth $30 million. I don't even think Kirk Cousins is worth $28 million. How about that? So if Dak Prescott wants a little bit more, is asking for more money, I don't think he's going to get, I don't know, not even $25 million. I mean, shoot, $2 million, whatever, whatever he's getting right now is good enough for me. I'll take that to throw 25 picks. But again, it's up to, it's up to the oil tycoon himself, Jerry Jones. I want me some glory hope. I know you do, Jerry. That's what you always tell me. And Doc wants more money. So my question is for you, Cowboys fans. Is Dak worth $30 million to you? $31 million? $32 million? Because if this guy's not willing to take a pay cut to stay with the Cowboys, well, you know what the, what the Cowboys did to Des Bryant. They sent them packing. So again, I encourage you to leave me a, leave me a, a voice message. Tell me how you feel. Do you let him walk, or do you give him somewhat of a bone, or somewhat of a, a nice chunk of, chunk of change, so that he can stay with the Cowboys? Well, all right, sports fans, that's about it. I got to get out of here. Again, thank you for listening, Steve-O, Thanks for the call. Keep them coming. 
So again, if you want to be part of the show, download the Anchor app. Subscribe to the Six Rings podcast. Leave me a voice message. And I can put you on there with me. So as always, sports fans, be good to each other. And we'll see you next time.